Hey everyone, it's Lisa Clapper, it's the Yay Show, everybody say yay. Wow, it is late, you know, sometimes when you make these commitments, uh, you're, well, different days are different. And so here I am, sometime after 11 on the West Coast. Hey, I did a little research just now, because Black Lives Matter and Brown Lives Matter and Native American Lives Matter. Um, the reason I mentioned it was because I remember hearing on being talk about being on Dakota land, which I think is in Minneapolis. So I just went to their website about native lands. And I believe that I am right now on Southern Pomo land. Pomo, P-O-M-O. Might also be great in Rancheria. Southern Pomo. I, I watched a video about a five-minute video. Super cool. Sonoma County. Talked about the baskets being an expression of the soul of the weaver. And to flow through the spiritual aspect of whoever was the weaver. That was really cool. And the woman who was talking said that she was taught that not just the weaving, but the materials are your preparation. Gathering them, finding them, even if they're non-native, cleaning them. It's part of the preparation, right? It's part of the process. She also said that even though she doesn't like that the baskets are in museums, she sees it as a testimony to what was accomplished. And it's also a preservation, preserved. She got super sad when she was talking about this. And it's really important in the context of what we're talking about right now with Black Lives Matter and the anti-racist journey that many of us are on to become, yeah, to let go of our fragility of white people, Lisa Clapper, white woman, cisgender, Yeah, lots of privilege there, right? Lots of privilege. And so I forget the name of the woman. It was probably on the video. Anyway, what she said was, she's a Southern Pomo Native American. And she said towards the end, she said, it's really important that people understand that our ancestors and they can now see we're not savage and no good as the first European saw us. <sighs> These damn Europeans. What a mess, right? So she also said, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. We can get along with human nature and that the baskets are this representation of the web of life. And also that we can be filled with friends. Anyway, I thought that was really sweet. So, this podcast is currently taking place on Southern Pomo land. in West Sonoma County. So, on my journey today, there's a number of things to talk about that have nothing to do with that. Um, 
And there are things to talk about that do have something to do with that. So I will just give you a couple of highlights today. Dr. Akila Cadet came up again in the Come Alive Challenge I'm doing with Danny Parker, and she emailed us some resources. I really appreciated how Danny organized them and kept it really simple. Sort of three choices. Get in, start here. And so I thought that was really cool. And she also said that Dr. Cadet, you've heard me talk about before on this show, that she is her So anyway, here's what Dr. Hilly Cadet does. She's an Oakland-based consultant who focuses on coaching, strategic planning, problem solving, and facilitation in support of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in the workplace. This is Danny. She's also my personal DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion coach and good friend. That's pretty cool. Who doesn't want a personal diversity, equity, and inclusion coach? Especially now, all right? So Dr. Akila Cadet came up again unexpectedly because everything is connected. So I, I advise you, if that is, if you can give me that privilege, if you are a white woman, check out Dr. Akila Cadet's podcast for white women. I actually have that queued up in my podcast list it's episode 18 for white women and oh shoot it's gonna start playing Uh uh-oh that's gonna mess us up we can't have that you can't like check out things necessarily without without getting them to check you out i can't remember what time i did my podcast last night if i talked about 7a I will have to check back and see if I talked about listening to 70s podcast and finishing that up last night. I do not remember, so I'm going to come back to that so as not to overly repeat myself. Uh, so, Danny, cool, Dr. Keely Cadet, back again, back again on the A Show. Not officially, but it'd be cool to have her on. As you may or may not know, I have not yet had another person on the A Show with me not counting my entire life, which is all about collective-ness and yay. But in this case, this is me talking out loud. So what else happened today that could be related to anti-racism? Well, I started out with another Diane Edwards, check your privilege, blackout talk. And there were a few things, pardon me for yawning. I'm going to bear with it. If you can bear with it. Yes. So there are a couple of things that Diane talked about. One thing that is related to the fact that you may hear me talk about a couple of people. See, everything's connected. A few people that I'm not talking about everyone and that I'm not going everywhere. What Diane said is that you have to, you have to. No, she didn't say you have to. What she said was, there are certain teachers that are going to resonate with you and you'll know when they resonate. And, you know, this is me, not her saying she's going to say double down on the people who resonate with you. And so 
I really appreciate that because that's something I think that if you can tap into your intuitive sense of where your purpose is and who resonates with you, that's useful, right? She also talked about action. So we're taking in so much information. We're consuming so much, especially now. And a lot of it is, well, it's hard to discern where to go and what to think and and how to act and where to go. And everyone's got a thought and opinion on that. And that's fair enough because everyone's got a thought and opinion on everything. When she talked about, we talked about that. She also talked about this amount of consumption and that an amazing way to release that. What she said before I get to releasing it is that you can start to feel constipated. So it's an interesting thing to think about overwhelm as a form of constipation. So you need a way to release that. And there's a lot of different ways to energetically release things. I learned the other day about uh, if, if indeed I am a generator and it seems that I may be, that if I don't use up all my energy in a day, it's going to be hard for me to wind down and go to sleep because I have a lot of energy to release. So speaking of releasing, one way that Diane Edwards talked about releasing was to do, so to take action, any kind of action, talk about that action, take that action, helps you release and channel through that pent up energy of consumption. And I think this applies to a lot of other things, but in particular, this applies to this civil rights movement that we're a part of this revolution that we're a part of. So I think that's pretty rad. I am, that was my third yawn, so I'm not going to go much longer. I'm also going to talk about Brian and I were texting and he told me that he went to an event today, SURGE, which stands for, I don't know, S-U-R-J, SURGE, SURGE. Okay, everyone, but I keep getting interrupted on this segment, so I'm not going to be able to give you as much information, so I don't want you to get constipated because apparently I keep getting stuck, and for some reason, the internet or the systems of oppression or just plain, you know, universal weird planetary stuff is preventing me from finishing this when I want to look something up for you. So I'm going to have to keep going stream of conscious for a couple more minutes. This is the Yay Show Changing Course, episode eight, eight days in a row, 30 days total or more. That is my commitment to you to keep talking about and becoming an anti-racist, to be an ally, whether or not Diane says she told us that we were allies today, Diane Edwards. So I am an ally. You know, we talked yesterday about Oren saying it wasn't up to us to decide if we were allies. So it's hard to say sometimes. Lots of subtle, nuanced stuff. I'm listening to Undercurrents Radio right now, which is uh, native voice radio. And Undercurrents is 
produced and created as part of Native Voice Radio, which I believe is the whole point is to put Native voices on the radio as well as other ones. So it's a really great radio show. I think it's like four hours a day, several days a week, probably five. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to look up where I was, because if I'm listening to Native Voice Radio, it will behoove me to tell you that I am on Southern Pomo land. So I want to leave you with one or two things here. In addition to Brian, I also texted with my mom. Mom texted me to check how the last meeting went that she couldn't be a part of. And it's just super cool to have my 81-year-old going on 82-year-old mom part of this. So I want to say that anyone can become an anti-racist. Anyone can become conscious. And speaking of conscious, my other friend, (laughs) I got three friends. No, I'm kidding. My other friend who I talked to today, actually two more, but one of them, you're going to learn about her soon, Jamie Cromer Grew. She's out here with a lot of guidance soon to become a way to connect to your unconscious from a psychoanalytic standpoint to become your own guide, to become your own sort of self-analysis guru, maybe not guru, but to be able to do your own thing in this world. And so there is a link between understanding your unconscious, be able to make the conscious, make the unconscious conscious, which will help us again mental mistakes and things like that Diane talks about will help us make these things more conscious and as we make these things these behaviors these attitudes these stereotypes these things that we have been fed relentlessly force fed for 401 years if not longer those things becoming more conscious of those super 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 important I felt like there was something else I wanted to look up with Diane. Okay, so we are we are in a social movement, clearly, but we are in a revolutionary one. It's collective revolutionary movement. It's pretty cool to be a part of that, right? And we need to deconstruct and decolonize lots of things that have been constructed and colonized. There's several things I could tell you about today's meaning there's going to be a summer school coming up. It's important to keep going, especially as as things start to become less top of mind. We need to keep going. We need to keep going. That's what she said. So this is the last thing I want to leave you with with Diana. She said, the system isn't broken. It was built this way. The system isn't broken. It was built this way. Wow. That just comes back to what what we've been talking about for several days. So don't despair. Because another thing that Diane said is that every step counts. Action is the antidote to despair. Every step counts. Action is the antidote to despair. And we need each other to change the world. We need each other to change the world. So as Jamie said, 
she's thinking about she has some privilege to take some time off one of the things that she said is I'm walking towards myself not away away from other people and this action of walking towards herself will actually lead her to walk into the world in an even more transformative way with even more capacity it's exactly what Jamie helps us with that she is resourcing herself with so I encourage you to do that keep texting your mom um, and Brian who found his own way to be released by by getting involved with Surge S-U-R-J today Surge Bay Area because it's an hour where you're taking action, making phone calls, writing letters, talking to each other, but you feel very released by the process of that action. And for me, talking to you is action and sharing with my friends and then talking with another friend who I'm not going to name at the moment, but she's got a new job and she's also questioning the why of it all. and. It's a fine tech company, but is that what she's supposed to be doing right now? And what else can she be doing? And there's a sense of that something bigger and more, and we know that's happening all around us, right? So what's that way for her? And she's definitely, I think that's one of the reasons that she wanted to chat, to talk through that and you know there's a lot of different things at play and some of those are very practical things about health insurance and this country was different and we took care of each other more in a governmental sense and we can I feel that we're coming back to taking care of each other as we're stepping into this movement you know and I'm talking as a white woman who hasn't been stepping into this movement before who hasn't I have not I had not been and that is that is something that here's where I am I'm right here I'm right here building building the bridge building the bridge so it's not about me right we got to keep saying that but this is what I'm doing what I'm doing is talking to you there are a lot of I know there are a lot of women stepping up a lot of white women, a lot of Asian women, a lot of women who are not black or brown, who are looking to become allies and anti-racist. And it's very enlivening to be doing this work together and to be able to keep talking about it. And I, I think that these bright lines that we're starting to see and these, it's like illuminating that it's like you can't unsee certain things when you're shining the light on all the dust and you're trying to get the uh, webs out of the corner with while still leaving the good spiders because they do a lot of good work. So um, that metaphor is not going to keep going, so I'm going to just end it here and say, by walking towards and into this movement, really walking towards ourselves. And by walking into the movement, we're walking together. And by walking together and doing together, we are 
making that path as we go. And if I did talk about Seb last night, I will just say this again. And if I didn't, I will say it now. You know, she talked about how there's no separation. I think I talked about that a couple of days ago. And everyone, we're all connected. But she also said, in order to see clearly, we can't only see inside. We need to be willing to see what's in front of us. So what's in front of us? How can we treat treat ourselves and each other with kindness and keep seeing more clearly? Get some measure, as Seb says, of perspective and grounding. And allow yourself, allow ourselves time to learn more and listen to what the signals in your body, the embodiment of what this is all about. Body will tell you if you drop into it and sink into it. So that is what I have to say for the 15th day of June, 2020. It is three months since we started sheltering in place in the Bay area of California. It's okay. It's okay. There's a lot going on. It's very freeing. It is to be doing this work. So thank you for joining me. Let's keep doing it together. Let's keep talking. Talking is doing. Listening is doing. Figuring out how to release your overwhelming constipation in terms of revolutionary movements about Black Lives Matter and anti-racism. Those things matter. So that's it. Have, I will see you. I will talk to you soon. I will like not so, not literally tomorrow because we're going to keep going and going and going. So today's day Don't lose momentum, but remember, sometimes the plateaus are where we gain some sense of a higher ground, and also we have to rest there for a little bit to regain our energy and regain our momentum. So it's like that's the ebb and flow of it all, and sometimes doing that is not stopping. But it's reflecting, it's learning, it's integrating. It's all important. You'll know, you'll know if you listen quiet, quietly enough, the loud, the loudness of your purpose in the intersection of this civil rights movement will come to light. It will. All right. Keep on doing it. Keep on yaying. I'll see you soon. I'll see you tomorrow. Namaste.